0: Well, we know the NDP platform does not add up. It took uh, Horbath a few days to admit the mistake, and now it's brushed off as no biggie. We'll just, we'll, we'll just, eh, we'll throw it at the deficit, silly old thing. Uh, but it's a pretty big accounting error because it's another seven billion over four years. And I look at this as the resume. If you went to a, a job. Let's say you're going into an accounting firm or, or something dealing with money. Oh, I don't know. You were going to run the province. Let's say you wanted a job running the province and you went in with your resume and you presented how you would get the province back in order and you screwed up the math. Would you get hired? No. Chances are no. Well, that's how you should be looking at this because if they can't get the math right after four years on the platform, what's to say they're going to get the math right on anything else? Let's ask someone who would know. Aaron Woodrick joins me with the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. He is the federal director. Hello there.
1: How are you doing,
0: Alex? I'm good. Are you bothered by this little $1.4 billion um, hole in the budget, in the platform?
1: I am. I mean, look, it's uh, it's a pretty serious mistake to make. Uh, anytime a politician makes a major mistake like that, I think they have to wear it. But to be honest, the bigger concern to me is the fact that uh, there hasn't been a lot of pressure on Andrea Horvath or Kathleen Wynne. To explain their deficits. You know, the, the, a lot of journalists have been pressing Doug Ford, I think rightly so, to give more details about his plan. I think that's the right thing to do. Uh, but, uh, you know, you've got, uh, you've got two parties that are promising lots of deficits.
0: Yeah. Um, and they don't
1: explain how they're going to pay back the money they borrow. I don't think, I think they care. A, well, it's a very strange thing, Alex. Like people say, well, you know, uh, we, we have a plan to get back to a balanced budget. That doesn't explain how you pay back the money from the previous year. That money is gone. Yeah. It is owed. And there is never any expectation that that people pay it back. I think that is a a very major oversight.
0: Okay. is how often does this happen when you're dealing with a platform? And and look, I know Doug Ford's team has said that they will come out with a costed platform before Election Day. So they've got to get moving on that. I expect they'll get that out. I hope they get that out because I want to see the numbers. But how often do you see a party which has essentially had four years to get this right? Make this kind of mistake?
1: Yeah, it's not that common. Uh, you know, it is uh, It is quite embarrassing, to be honest. Uh, but, you know, what's, what's also telling here is rather than adjust her spending plans, rather than saying, oh, well, we're short $7 billion, so we're going to have to cut back, she just shrugs her shoulders and says, well, I guess we'll just, pile more on the deficit. I mean, that to me is a, a troubling way to approach the discovery of finding we actually have more money than we thought we did. Let's just spend the same amount anyway rather than back a little bit.
0: Yeah, but that, that look, that's how she's treated and that's why I think she's got a bit more of a bounce in her step is because she's able to bob and weave and doesn't really get checked or held to account by the media. It's just like, oh, hey, your hair looks nice. Oh, okay, thanks so much. Anyway, um, you got wrong numbers. Oh, okay, well, whatever. We'll just, uh, it, it's just not explained whereas I think, as you said, that Doug Ford would be and so would Kathleen Wynne. There'd be a heck of a lot more scrutiny on both of the other candidates. But nonetheless, what it looks like as far as this mistake, Aaron, and, and correct me where I'm wrong, is th- they didn't just add or subtract the wrong number. They actually thought that that number, which is a reserve fund, as I understand that number, they thought that that was their money, which means they don't get it.
1: Well, you're right. No, the thing is, that they didn't just forget a number, they treated money they should have subtracted and they added it as if it was money they had. So that, that doubles the it doubles the impact of the mistake, because rather than 700 million they thought they had, it was actually 700 million they had to subtract. That's where you get the $1.4 million per year. That's where you get $7 billion over four years.
0: Okay. And so, you know, if in fact we do see an NDP government, because as the polling suggests, and if we are to believe the polling, they could very well be in charge as of June 7th. What do you think Moody's credit rating, which has put Ontario on notice, what do they do?
1: Yeah, look, if, it's very hard to drop bait a lot of daylight between the Liberal and NDP fiscal plans, right? And that, I think, is perhaps the most mystifying thing. If people are really upset with the existing government, it looks on paper like you're going to get a lot of the same stuff from Andrew Horvat, just with a, more smiling faces uh, rather than the grumpy ones in the Liberal camp. So it, I don't think you're going to find uh, any of the uh, rating agencies are going to change their outlook, because unless there's cuts to come, uh, spending reductions and, and getting a grip on spending, uh, you know, it's not going to change anytime soon.
0: What concerns me are these little uh, policies that are anything but, you know, if you look to page nine and I mean, if you don't read the platform, you wouldn't know anything about a sanctuary city for the province of Ontario. And later in the show, we'll go over what a sanctuary city is, but that could cost untold billions. And I'm not sure how you fix an ailing healthcare system, which we know requires billions to get, you know, it back on track. I don't know where we're getting this money. Do you?
1: No, and it looks by all accounts that they're going to be borrowing with. To give you a flavor for how much it could cost, if you recall the Trudeau Liberals when they ran federally, they said they were going to take 25,000 refugees in, and it was only going to cost a couple hundred dollars, or a couple hundred million dollars. Lo and behold, Alex, when they took them all in, the tab was actually about five times higher than they'd originally anticipated. It was more than a billion dollars for the twenty five thousand. Now we can debate what level of generosity we want to have as Canadians. I think that's fair, but as you say, we've got a lot of problems at home here. We got a lot of Canadians struggling as it is. It's probably irresponsible to go run around promising, you know, unlimited amounts of money for people who aren't even here, uh, when you have got a lot of Canadians, Ontarians here that are wondering how they're going to make ends meet.
0: Yeah, and the and the other you know circle I can't square is the fact that we have seen polling by Ipsos uh, with Global News. We've done extensive polling on what Ontarians want, and we touched upon it. They want austerity. They want. You know, rein in and spending and, and across party lines, they do want the books balanced. And so it, trouble, it, it confuses me as to why we're seeing such a big surge in the polling numbers for Horvath, given she would take us much deeper into debt if, in fact, polling shows Ontarians actually want to get the House in order.
1: Yeah, and the polling you're talking about was uh, very eye-opening. You know, a vast majority of PC supporters, almost 90%, want uh, spending reductions. But 59% of NDP supporters said they would rather reduce spending mm-hmm. than raise taxes or run a deficit. I thought that was staggering. And yet here we have a uh, rising NDP in the polls. They're not promising any of that. They're not promising to hold the line. They are promising to blow the bank and run deficits again. So that doesn't really add up when you look at it.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm sure now that they're in the lead, we will start to see a lot more scrutiny. So that means I'll have you on again. Yes. Look forward to it. Thanks, Aaron. That is Aaron uh, Woodrick, who is the federal director over at the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. I like to follow him on Twitter because he raises a lot of questions that are not being asked. So he raises an eyebrow and I kind of go, oh, what he's talking about. Let's focus on that. And that's an area that we should be uh, focusing on. So he, he, he knows the numbers. He gets it. On point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.